good morning. This is Tony with an I, and I am your host for Touring with God. And thank you for joining me for another episode. Today, our topic is It's Not Just for You. But as always, before we can get into the word, let us go before our Heavenly Father with a word of prayer. Father God, as we come before you this day, we just want to thank you, Lord God. We want to thank you for health. We want to thank you for strength. We want to thank you, Almighty God, that we have a roof over our head and food on our tables. Father God, we thank you for those of us who have jobs, Father God. We thank you for opportunities that you continue to provide us with. And we ask this day, Father God, for those that are in need, that you would give to them, Father God, according to their needs. We ask you, Father God, that the hungry be fed, that the naked be clothed, Father God, that you remind us, Lord Jesus, to give back to the ones that are in need. We ask you, Father God, for forgiveness of our sins as we continue to forgive those who have sinned against us. We ask you this day, Father God, to let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. May you guide this podcast, Father God, according to your perfect will. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that I pray. Amen. Once again, guys, this is Tony with an I, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Touring with God. Today, our topic is, It's Not Just For You. Now, every prayer, every praise, every worship lead by example. People are being healed. Lives are being transformed. Generational curses are being broken because you have obeyed God and are using your gifts and your talents for God's glory. Keep doing whatever it is you're doing, guys. If praying is your gift, pray without ceasing. If your gift is to worship the Almighty God, worship like you have never worshipped before, sing songs of praises. If that voice of yours was made to make music, do it for the honor and the glory of your heavenly father. It doesn't matter what it is that you do. If it's dancing, singing, praying, encouraging others, teaching or leading, do it all for the glory of God. Now today we are going to be studying Romans 12 verse 3 to 13 and we're also going to to jump in to a few other scriptures here and there. But of course, as we go through, I will give you the scriptures. Now, I just wanted to remind you guys at the end of every podcast, beneath the podcast, there is a list of scriptures that are used for each episode. So if you missed anything, just scroll to the bottom of the podcast and you will see the information that gives you the scriptures that we used for the day. So we're going to start off by reading from Romans 12, verse 3 to 13. And it reads, For by the grace of God given to me, I say to you, not to think more highly of yourself and your importance and ability than you ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose that is designed for service. Once again, your purpose here on earth is designed for service. We serve first and foremost or living God. We serve the Almighty in 
everything that we do as the body of Christ. And in doing so, we also serve each other. So your purpose was designed for service. For just as in one physical body, we have many parts and these parts do not all have the same function or special use. So we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ and individually we are parts of one another, mutually dependent on each other. Now guys, of course, when I read this, The nursing in me kicked in because I am a nurse. I don't know if I've ever said that before, but I always think about the skin and the organs on the inside of our body. Now, the skin is your largest organ. It's on the outside. So very often, that's the first thing that people see when they see you. And we have a tendency to take care of the parts of our skin that people do see. Maybe your face, maybe your arms, your legs. I don't know if you're showing some legs, but we always tend to take care of the places that people most often see. But I do want to make this very clear to you that your skin from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet is important every single part of it when someone has gotten a burn for example or maybe your skin is open because you got a cut or an abrasion I need you to understand that because your skin is vital to protecting pathogens and bacteria for example from going on the inside it is very important that we take care of every inch of our skin now our skin is the largest organ once again it's on the outside so the inside depends on that skin to keep the bad bacteria away from the inside so we do not end up with a bacterial infection that came in through an open surface on the skin. In the same way, the body depends on the skin, the inside. I want you to understand that the skin also depends on what's going on on the inside. They depend on that. For example, If you have gut issues, now I'm not teaching a medical school here or any kind of a medical program. This is just from knowledge. We're just going over this really quickly. If your gut has issues, okay, very often we recognize that you start seeing this a lot on the outside because there was a time I struggled with really bad acne. And I would recognize that whenever I fix the issue very often on the inside with my gut, because I would struggle with things like heartburn and, and indigestion and Sometimes probably, and I know this is probably TMI, but if you struggle sometimes with things like constipation, that also affects your skin because you have a lot of toxins that are building up on the inside of your body. And very often you see that manifesting on your skin. So your body, the internal part, depends on the skin to keep it safe from bacteria But also your skin depends on the inside of your body to do what it's supposed to do, to be flushed out, to be cleansed, to be clean in order for your skin to remain intact. So they are dependent on each other. And this is what the word of God is saying here is that we as the body of Christ, we don't do the same thing because your gut doesn't do the same thing as your skin and your skin doesn't do the same thing as your gut, but they mutually depend on each other. One needs to be healthy in order for the other one to also thrive. That is the same thing that happens in the body of Christ. We do not have the same function. However, we are one body 
And according to the word of God, we depend on each other. Now we continue reading. It says, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. Now we will not all have the same gifts, guys. Remember the skin and the guts, they don't have the same gift to perform in the same way, but it does not make one less important than the other. So whatever your gifts are, do not envy someone else for their gift. Shine with the gift that was given to you. Do it to the glory and the honor of your heavenly father, understanding that he gave it to you to serve him first and then the body of Christ. He gave you these gifts, guys. They are important. No matter what your gift is, it is significant and you have purpose and you ought to use your gifts to fulfill your purpose. So now we continue reading here. And it says, if someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith possessed. Now, this is a gift. They're all important, but I need you to understand something about prophecy. It is not an easy gift to operate in. God will give someone a word of prophecy to give to other people. And very often, because people are not comfortable with the word of God, they are going to push back. It is not just the prophet, right? That's the issue here. The issue is the body that has to receive that word from God very often. And I need the person who has the gift of prophecy to understand this. They're going to be people who are going to oppose you always and forever. People struggle with the word of God as it is already written in the Bible. Therefore, very often when God gives you a word, a prophetic word, especially if it includes a warning to give to someone, people will judge you. And they will think, who are you to think you can tell me what to do and when to do it? And they may very often not accept what it is that you are prophesying. But I need you to understand something. By faith, we serve the Almighty God. So therefore, by faith, if he has given you a word in obedience to what he's asking of you, you must exercise your prophetic gift. We move forward. Then it says here, So it says, if the person has the gift of prophecy, let him prophesy and speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith possessed. If service is your gift in the act of serving, you must go ahead and exercise that gift or he who teaches in the act of teaching, you should exercise that gift. If your gift is to encourage in the act of encouragement, you should continue to exercise your gift. He who gives, let him give with generosity. Now, I want to stop right here just for a second as well and mention something. You will notice sometimes that you will meet a lot of people that are givers. But there are those people who give and they give of their last and they give without murmur or complain. They give generously. They give from a heart and a place where, you know what? 
When I do this, I know I am honoring my heavenly father and my Lord will provide for me according to his riches in glory. So I do not struggle with giving to the person who is in need. Very often when you have a gift and you find that when you exercise this gift, you recognize that you've honored your heavenly father. That is how you even realize that that thing that you are doing is a gift from God. When you have to give and you sit and you murmur and you complain and you have an issue with everything under the sun because you're so mad about the giving, I think you probably need to go back. And I don't think you need to go back before your heavenly father and you need to ask him to grant you that gift. You need to explain to him where you are, what your thought processes are. Let him teach you according to his word, how it is that you are to do these things, because maybe it's just, Hey, maybe it's not your gift. And even if it's not your gift, I'm not telling you that you should not give, but I am telling you that you should go back before God and ask him to help you with the area in which you are struggling. But I said this just to say, when you do something and you find joy and pleasure and hope and peace in that thing, and you recognize that God, I see how you love us because I understand your heart for me in doing this thing. Very often you recognize that that is your gift. We move forward by saying, he who leads, let him lead with diligence. He who shows mercy in caring for others, let him do it with cheerfulness. And that is something also that I recognize a lot. There are some people who literally will take care of someone and it doesn't matter how much patience it requires, how long it takes. It doesn't matter to them how they exercise this gift as long as they know that they're nurturing someone and they're showing the heart of their father towards someone else. That guys is a gift. Do not let anybody talk you out of that. If you love to care for other people, if you love to nurture other people, do it with pride, do it with honor, recognize that this is the gift that God has given you. And it is not just a gift for you to take care of yourself. It is a gift for you to take care of other people. And your heavenly father has given you this gift to serve others. Remember, we just read our gifts are given to us for service. So we are going to do whatever it is that we're doing with joy and with happiness. Now it goes on to say, hate what is evil. That means detest all ungodliness and do not tolerate wickedness. Hold on tightly to what is good. Be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly love as members of one family. Give preference to one another in honor. That is what the word just said. Let's go over that. It says, be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members of one family. As the body of Christ, we are one family. I don't care if you're Pentecost and the other person is Baptist and the other one is Jewish or whatever the situation may be. We are one body and we will not be separated in the kingdom of heaven. We ought to love each other as one family according to the word of God. And in doing so, we serve each each other and we give preference to one another in honor. 
Now, this means, according to the word that we just read, above or actually after God, our family is to be our first priority. First Timothy 5 verse 8, it says, If anyone fails to provide for his own, and especially for those of his own family, he has denied the faith by disregarding its precepts and is worse than an unbeliever who fulfills his obligations in these matters. Once again, you ought to put your family first. I have seen this happen so many times where people will give to complete strangers, but have people in their family that are in need and they will ignore the need of their family member to say, oh, I gave to this one. And often we do it just for the praise that will come from people. That is the only blessing you receive when you are doing that. You do not need to let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. You do these things in secret and your father who sees them will bless you. You do not need to advertise every kind deed that you have done. But once again, according to 1 Timothy 5 verse 8, if you fail to provide for your own and especially for those of your own family, you have denied the faith by disregarding its precepts. Now, we're not just solely talking about our family as in flesh and blood, the people that are your cousins and your aunts and your uncles, but we're also talking about the body of Christ because we just read that we are one family. So let me make this clear. Husbands, talking to you. Wives, I'm talking to you. Your family is your first priority. Not your friends, not your co-workers, not other people who probably fascinate you or hold your interests. Your family is your first priority. Provide for your family first. Do not be out here because I've seen this providing for, and I'm not trying to be messy here, but there's a lot of people who will have their children that have needs and you have a whole nother life that you're living on the side and you're providing for this other person or other people when you have your children or your family at home that need to be taken care of. According to the word of God, you are denying the faith by not first caring for your family, your family being blood relatives and the body of Christ. Let us continue to move forward. Now, guys, honor what God has already given you. If I was here on touring with God and I was sharing the word of God with everyone and teaching all that I have learned through what God has taught me, but I neglected the people that live under my roof, that would make me a hypocrite. Okay. How can I claim to love my family and I would leave them starving for the word of God, but I would choose to feed the word to others. Think about it in that way. It starts first at home. Jesus himself set this example as seen in John 1 verse 11. It says he came to that which was his own, that which belonged to him, his world, his creation, his possession. But then it goes here and it says, and those who were his own people. Now, just so I can clarify that it is talking about the Jewish nation, but they did not receive and welcome him. So we're reading here, according to John 1 and 11, he came to his own 
people. So he came to the Jewish nation. He came to his own people. But we know, according to scripture, they did not receive or welcome him. But he set that example for us here by coming to the people that were his own, his chosen people. In that same way, he is an example for us of how we ought to first give to our family, our own before we begin to go on the outside and give to the other people. Now, I'm not telling you guys not to give to people that are not your family, but do not disregard your own. Always remember your family first. Now, let us continue with Romans 12 verse 2. So it says, be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members of one family. Remember, our family is not just flesh and blood meaning cousins, aunts, and uncles, but we're also talking about the body of Christ. Give preference to one another in honor, never lagging behind in diligence, a glow in the spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord, constantly rejoicing in hope because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance and strength once again your prior life should also be devoted to seeking wisdom guidance and strength contributing to the needs of God's people pursuing the practice of hospitality now guys I just want to close this by repeating what I said in the very beginning Whatever your gifts are, use them for the honor of, first of all, our Heavenly Father, and second, to serve each other. Do not think that just because your gift is not like someone else's, it is less important. Every gift that the Lord has given to each of us has a purpose. Your life has meaning. Your life has purpose. So whatever it is that the Lord God has given to you as a gift, use it for his glory, use it for his honor, and use it to serve each other. So if you are a prior warrior, keep praying. Pray for your brother. Pray for your sister. Pray for your friends. Pray for your enemy. Yes, pray for your enemy. Pray double time for your enemy. Keep on praying. If your gift is to serve, do not think of yourself as weak because you're always giving and you're always serving. No, 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 no. God sees what you are doing and he will honor that thing that he has given to you as a gift. He will bless you because of these gifts that you are exercising. He gave it to you to serve others others. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this day, we just want to thank you, Father God, for our gifts. We may not recognize each and every single one of them, Father God, but today I ask you for the person listening to the sound of my voice that you would help them, Father God, to be spiritually awakened to the gifts that you have given them. I pray, Father God, that we would begin to honor you in every single thing that we do. Father God, if we have been given the gift of encouragement, help us, Father God, to understand that we are to encourage each other always, Father God, to do it with joy and enthusiasm. I pray, Father God, that for the one who is still seeking to find their gift, that in this moment, 
you would open once again, Father God, their eyes to acknowledging what it is that their gift is and to use it always, Father God, for your glory and for your honor. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for these gifts. We thank you that you love us so much that you thought of us, Father God, before we were formed in our mother's womb. You already ordained these gifts unto us, Father God, to serve and to love each other. So today I pray, Lord Jesus, that you continue to show us grace and mercy, that you continue to allow us, Father God, to use these gifts to honor each other and to honor you above all else. We love you. We adore you. And we say thank you with a joyful heart, Father God. We ask you this day to continue to provide and to protect us, Lord Jesus, our family and our friends. And for the one who is yet to know you, Father God, I pray in this moment that you would draw their hearts to you, that they would not perish, Father God, but believe in your son, Jesus, that they may also have eternal life. It is in the name of Jesus Christ. Christ that I pray. Thank you once more, Father God. Amen. Guys, thank you for joining me once again for another episode of Touring with God. Once again, I have a TikTok and I also have an Instagram. They're both Touring with God and our email address is touringwithgod at gmail.com. I still have Bibles that I would love to give away. If you need one, please go ahead and email me. And if you have any questions or concerns, please also feel free to email me so that we can actually start living in a way that we're communicating with each other. And I know what you want to learn or if there is something in particular, you have a question in regards to something that I I said, let us make this open, guys, where we're talking to each other. Once again, thank you for joining me for another episode, and I will see you next week, Tuesday at 9 a.m. Bye.